Blog Talk Radio. Well, that was the week that was. We had a battle royal for a Supreme Court vacancy that really made define our social, our society for <laughs> realign it, which would be a good thing. Um, so we'll be talking about um, the Kavanaugh hearings and Dr. Christine Blasey Ford. Um, we'll be talking about the angry Republicans, uh, the Trumps, the Lindsey Grahams. Um, we'll be talking about the Thursday showdown, the Friday showdown. <laughs> it's a week that could define our future, and we will cover as much as we can. And thank you for joining us. This is A Thousand Moms Talk. I'm Dave Baylock. And let's get to it. We have a roster of guests here, and uh, beginning with, uh, well, our co-host, Dr. Ray Working. Hi, Ray. Hi, David. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And Dr. Ray is the co-host, the longtime co-host of the longtime running uh, Homo Radio Sunday mornings from uh, 10 to 2, Sunday morning afternoon, 10 to 2, WRPI.org. 91.5 91.5 in the capital region, and then worldwide on uh, WRPI, as I said, WRPI.org, but tune in, Apple TV, iTunes, on and on and on, and um, uh, please, please check it out, and the web- Dr. Ray's website is homoradio.org, homoradio.org, you can get all that information there, and past shows, and so... Fred, uh, you you're on the line. Fred, I hope. No. Well, okay. Well, I'm I'm going to uh, 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 do what I can to. Uh, I want to turn first to uh, Claudia. Claudia. Hi, Dave. Claudia Stalvin. Hi. Here. Hi. Yeah. Uh, Claudia, thanks for joining us. Could you uh, give us a hand and introduce uh, uh, the uh, uh, the guests that are on the line? And and what we're doing let, is let pro- promoting a. I just want to say I, we're we're promoting a big event in Syracuse uh, coming up, a uh, foster care recruiting event. And so, yeah, Claudia, if you could uh, introduce our guests and say what you want about the event. Sure. Let me start by introducing myself. I'm Claudia Stallman, and I'm calling in to the podcast um, from Binghamton, New York. Uh, the Lesbian and Gay Family Building Project, also known as Pride and Joy Families, is um, uh, where I work. I'm the director here in Binghamton, and our job um, is to help LGBTQ folks throughout upstate New York achieve their goals of building and sustaining healthy families. Uh, We've been around since April of 2000, so we're in our 19th year of providing programs and services to LGBTQ individuals and their families. One of the things we do along with 1,000 Moms, um, which is, I know, um, a brainchild 
of Fred Ilya. Um, we work to administer a coalition in, based in Syracuse called the Central New York LGBTQ Child Welfare Coalition. Um, and on the line with us at the podcast um, is Bruce Webster, a longtime member of the coalition, to help me explain um, and discuss the event we're holding uh, next month in October. Um, and also, um, we're expecting Michelle Case to join us, and I'm not sure she's been able to do that. I'm here. Um, I don't know I, if you can hear me. She's here. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Michelle, uh, and welcome. Hi, we can. Okay. Well, uh, Claudia, uh, this event, uh, can you give us the date and the location? Absolutely. The name of the event is the Foster Care and Adoption Information Session for LGBTQ People. It will be the third such um, adoption information session we've held for LGBTQ folks over the last number of years. This year, it'll happen on Thursday, October 18th at 5.30 p.m. in Syracuse at May Memorial Unitarian Universalist Society. Um, and the idea is that folks who have an interest in building their families through foster care and through adoption can come learn about foster care and adoption in an LGBTQ-affirming setting. As LGBTQ individuals and parents, um, we know that it has not always been so, um, that we've been recognized and welcomed um, as parents. Um, but we're here to say that in central New York, um, there are many adoption providers um, in the departments of social services and in the voluntary agencies who do foster care and foster parent finding. That folks are inviting LGBTQ individuals uh, to join the ranks of foster and adoptive parents. Right. And this is a – I've been to the – recruiting event in, in Syracuse. It's a, it's a wonderful opportunity for um, those in the LGBT community to, to learn about uh, becoming a parent and the joys of it and the, the, um, the re, uh, responsibilities. But it's a, it's a wonderful, always a welcoming event. And um, I want to ask our guests, um, uh, Michelle, could you... Um, uh, just sort of, uh, or anybody, please chime in about um, the uh, how you see the importance of this event for uh, Central New York, for the LGBT community, and and how this is uh, this event uh, will benefit uh, everyone. Really, I mean, it's 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 a path-breaking uh, event that that happens. Uh, I believe you've. At least a few times this has happened. Um, Michelle, can I call on you to uh, uh, sort of describe what you hope will, will be accomplished? Sure. Um, I work for Onondaga County Children and Family Services as a caseworker at Onondaga County, and currently we have over 200 children in foster care. Um, we're in large need of foster parents and adoptive parents to provide permanency for children in care. Um, of all ages, we service newborns up to age 21. So I think this this event's really important because we like to target 
the LGBTQ community as a real strong resource for us to provide permanency for children in foster care. Um, we've had um, success in the past where somebody, uh, you know, a couple has come in or a single person has come in interested in becoming certified as a foster parent. Um, and I've actually had the pleasure of being able to see them from the beginning coming to an informational session, such as the one coming up, um, and going all the way through to adopting a child. So it's a really cool event. I'm really excited about recruiting more foster parents for our kids in Onondaga County. Well, that's great. And and one thing I've noticed, um, I've worked with Fred at, uh, you know, he, he uh, was, uh, he's established in New York City, the the New York City Coalition um, for uh, Foster Adoptive Parents for the LGBT community. And I think there's a lack of knowledge among the LGBT community that they can be foster parents. Uh, am I, am I yeah, wrong? Absolutely. I, I, I'm, yeah, who's who's speaking? This is Michelle still. I, I do think I think yeah. there's a lot of, um, you know, things that people don't realize if you're a single parent, if, you know, you're a same-sex couple, if, you know, you're transgender. These sort of things don't rule you out as foster adoptive parents. We're just looking for families right. that can meet the needs of the children we have. So we've had, And individuals, you know, too. Exactly, a large, uh, large, diverse population of children, and we have a large, diverse population of foster parents, and we like to continue to recruit as many as we can to provide um, stability for our children. Right. So um, uh, we have about uh, sort of 10 minutes or so, and I, I just want to give time for uh, anyone to offer their feelings on on this and and um, uh, how how this is uh, the sort of the theme of our show is is changing changing the rules um, uh, changing the 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 the, the face of, of of what we're used to expecting and and uh, I was always struck when I when Fred and I lived in New York City, more so than up here, that uh, I would see uh, two gay men, obviously a couple with a baby in the carriage, going Sunday shopping, and it just always warmed my heart. And um, anybody else have any comments uh, in that regard, how how important this is to you, to your agency, to your, uh, to your view of things? Anybody? Um, uh, Bruce uh, is a longtime Bruce? member of the Central New York Child Welfare yeah. Coalition. Bruce, I'd like to invite you to chime in. Okay. Well, I, I think one of the elements that takes place highlights the importance of it, and that is we always have present families who have been through the process that um, has just Michelle has just described and have adopted, and they share their experiences. And as you listen to them, you realize, you know, how – you know, life-changing this is for both the parents and the children, and so all of them that engage in this find it very worthwhile. It's fascinating to watch those in attendance hear these stories and see how their faces change and how they become so excited and, and look at the opportunities that this uh, this direction can offer to them. Right. And and it's my view, and I, I know it's it's a research fact that uh, LGBTQ parents make the best parents. 
Uh, does anybody <laughs> want to comment on that? Um, well, we don't and, want to sound too chauvinistic, um, but for many, many years. Now, 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 we can, we can, we can turn the tables. We can turn the tables, can't we? For a long, a long time, including when I came out um, as a 16-year-old, s- several years ago, um, I assumed that my being a lesbian meant that first of all, I'd never be in a long-time partnership that I'd certainly right. never be able to get married. And third of all, that my my dream of always becoming a mom was shattered to me when I came out as a lesbian, as a, as a teenager, because I was looked around and I couldn't see any way, any path to parenthood for a lesbian in our culture in the late 70s. Um, and that was true for many more years um, until... I met my now wife, partner of 30 years, and together we decided we wanted to pursue parenthood. So we looked at our different family building options, um, and we ended up um, having one bio baby um, using donor insemination. And then um, eight years after that, we actually adopted internationally. So um, as a longtime lesbian, now married couple, we um, are parents of two children and that is a dream that I never thought when I first came out um, I would ever be able to realize. So part of the job of Pride and Joy Families and the Central New York Child Welfare Coalition is to send the message that first of all the science is in and we know um, that same-sex couples and LGBTQ individuals make excellent parents, um, Mm -hmm. that it, it has much more parenting has much more to do with who you are than your um, sexual or gender identity and the stability and health of a a co-parenting relationship um, is much more um, about you know good parenting no matter what the gender and sexual orientation are of the parents Um, a, a healthy stable family life it's what's um, required, but interestingly, uh, it, it wasn't too long ago we would get folks calling us and saying, "Can gay people legally be foster parents? Is it illegal for mm-hmm. me, as a gay or lesbian individual or trans individual, to um, apply to become a foster parent?" So, and of course, the answer is no, no, no. You are welcome um, in the foster care and child welfare. Um, community um, as a prospective uh, foster or adoptive parent. Right. And that is the case in New York, Claudia, but there may be some states, uh, I, I think, which are, it's a political issue still. Um, uh, uh, do I have that correct? Well, what I would say now in the current federal administration, these questions that had been settled are now becoming questions again. Yeah. And it's yeah. all about and I hate bring- and intolerance. It's it's not about any real reason. Right. Well, I want to um, uh, welcome everybody to stay in the discussion. I want to I want to turn to our co-host, Dr. Ray, working and and uh, Dr. Ray, you're a longtime community activist. You've worked with uh, gay youth. You've 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 you 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 you've been a longtime educator. You know the needs, and uh, this is this is. A positive thing. I'm sure you would 
agree that 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 you know, Dr. Ray, you're the uh, winner. Uh, well, the you're going to receive in a few weeks the Harvey Milk Award for community activism. It's long overdue, and and just hats off to you. Um, you'll be receiving that award from the Pride Center in Albany, and I just want to kind of get a take from you on 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 this change that's happening, and we're gonna from there go on to discuss this week, but uh, um, it's, it's, you've seen a lot in your time. You've done a lot. Uh, this is, this is, this is, I think a fantastic uh, positive change in our, for our culture, for our, um, for our, our LGBT community. Uh, Ray, do you have any thoughts? Are you referring to the Kavanaugh um uh, no, I'm or... talking about the the gay parenting and uh, oh, it's, uh, it's wonderful. Becoming... We've, we've been following a couple, Adam Taylor and his husband Doug, in in Detroit, and they're both young engineers with high earning potential, and they're through, they want to do uh, the surrogacy route and also adoption, but they've hit all kinds of of walls um, because Detroit uh, and Michigan ha- had a problem in Catholic. Charities, they did not allow the surrogacy scenario, but they, as a result of all the tumultuous um, excitement that was created by Homo Radio, they are actually moving along on a continuum, and they have managed to circumvent the waters, and they are going to, uh, when there is a couple available, they're going to, um, you know, go down this, this road. But as one of your guests was saying, there's been uh, there's been recidivism, and where there weren't problems five years ago or three years ago, there there are now. So it's it's a more yeah. challenging landscape, at least in certain regional areas. Um, depends well, on the it state. Seems to me this, it's not all New York. Yeah, I mean the culture war is really. Um, we had it uh, in spades this week, and I, I want to invite everybody to join in our conversation. I just want to check, Fred, are you on the line? No. Um, okay. I see his number, but uh, oh well. Anyway, um, I, I, I think what we want to invite everybody to, to, to make a comment on, and Ray and I will, will uh, uh, kick it off, but we had a, um, uh, an amazing week in, in um, our culture. You, you know, we had uh, uh, Anita Hill, maybe part two. But uh, let's hope that uh, this has a better outcome because we've got to change minds. We've got to change hearts. And um, uh, we had uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford very courageously step up, tell her story. And it's, it's, it's just an important event in this, these grim times of Trump and, and rolling back rights and uh, Claudia mentioned, uh, you know, it's we're, things that we thought were settled are now being challenged, and uh, we, uh, you know, Ray, I, I thought marriage equality was a, a done deal, but if this Mr. Kavanaugh has his way, it won't be settled law anymore, As, and along with women's rights, reproductive rights, Roe versus Wade, uh, Ray, it's can you tell us a little bit about what you think of uh, the week and Mr. Kavanaugh? 
Well, some have referred to it potentially as uh, the darkest day in American history, ranking up there with uh, an assassination because we we definitely are, have moved backward. Right now we're in a state of flux. I mean, this is a fluid situation. We don't know what's going on in the FBI um, you know, investigation. The scope is limited. The time, it's a finite period of time. I know I've been listening to people all day, FBI um, agents who find this very troubling because if you're actually on the inside, it's not as good as it might have seemed when uh, they forced the uh, inimitable uh, Senator Flake into uh, going along with this only if um, there was a, a federal investigation. And, of course, he still hasn't said that he'll vote against Kavanaugh. So it's a work in progress. And, of course, the uh, – the chaotic commander-in-chief is appearing tonight. I believe it's in North Carolina. God only knows what he's going to say off the cuff that will throw this whole thing into further turmoil. Um, it was my understanding that right. the FBI is going forward at 100 miles an hour. They already had uh, found some information and were pursuing it. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, it just, it just seems to me that uh, this event uh, in Syracuse, um, the recruiting of foster adoptive parents from the gay community is is just such a, a, a step forward, and we're just on a on a precipice of the old world, just trying to uh, may, hang on, you know, hang on by the the their the skin of their teeth, and and through force, through anger, I mean that that was uh, a cultural phenomenon this week of anger and and I think that's what the election was a few years ago we we threw off the gloves about a year ago everybody when uh, we kind of declared war <laughs> so we talk about it openly on the show about the need for change and 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 all of you are are representing profound change and 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 getting uh lgbtq people into the the foster adoptive care system to be well to become parents. I mean, it's it's about love. It's it's about uh, uh, leading a, a full, complete life. And um, and I, I just think that this week, and anyone feel free to chime in. We uh, um, we witnessed um, uh, sort of a cultural uh, tipping point, and it may go. Either way, I think ultimately we're on the right side. I know we're on the right side, um, but there may be, you know, uh, Ray and I talk about, you know, the devastation after Trump was elected, and 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 um, what a what a profound uh, defeat or or uh, it seemed or setback it seemed for for so many people, and and it. It's been two years of just, on my part at least, hair pulling and, and uh, dismay, and and, um, and and I think people have finally this week said enough. Uh, uh, God bless uh, Christine Blasey Ford for stepping up and speaking her truth uh, to power. And there was, it was, as Senator Kamala Harris said. This was a raw power game this week, um, and uh, she—I—I uh, I, I think she is the future as as the the LGBT 
community is the future. Our 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 parents, our prospective parents, are are are, are much needed and and will be the backbone of change. Um, but I um, I just thought that uh, if if anybody uh, watched, I'm sure you all watched it in some point of view, in some way or manner. Um, if you have any comments you want to share, any of our guests, uh, Michelle, Claudia, Bruce, uh, if, if um, did you have any particular uh, uh, reactions to the the uh, hearing and then the um, uh, the events that happened on Friday and and what do you, and in general what are your thoughts about change that's that's it seems to be on the line here, although as I said, I have no doubt that ultimately we, as Martin Luther King said, uh, the arc of just the arc of uh, history bends toward justice. Um, Claudia, do you have any thoughts on what happened this week? How did how did it affect you, um, Dave? I think it's true that many of us have been traumatized and re-traumatized by the events that we're watching take place in Washington. Um, it's a it's a very tough and stressful time um, for women and others um, who've had traumatic experiences in their past. So it's it feels like a very heavy week and a very heavy time and. Um, uh, sitting at my desk, getting ready um, to plan programs for the LGBTQ community, um, you know, is what I'm fortunate enough to do for a living. Um, but I think for all of us, many, many, many of us, it's uh, hard to stay focused and hard to stay positive um, right. um, with what's going on on the national stage. So one thing I do know is that we're fortunate to live in the state of New York. Um, there are other um, LGBTQ siblings who live in other parts of the country um, that are much okay. less progressive, much more oppressive. Um, so we're happy to be able to say that we um, are gathering our community together we're supporting folks who seek parenthood and seek to help kids in foster care. Um, so I, I guess what I'd like to do is a little public service announcement reminding people of where, when, and what um, yes, they can expect. Uh, the foster care and adoption info session for LGBTQ and allies people will take place on Thursday, October 18th at 5.30. It'll happen at May Memorial Unitarian um, Church on East Genesee Street in Syracuse. More information is available at prideandjoyfamilies.org. Um, folks who come will hear from other LGBTQ parents who've gone through the process of becoming certified foster parents um, they can pick up free information from local foster and adoption agencies. They'll get a chance to network with other LGBTQ parents and prospective parents. It's free. It's open to all. Um, and I guess I would let Michelle and Bruce say a word or two about the value of this event. Right. Well, we, we have just... 
Yeah, I'm sorry, Michelle. We have about <laughs> five minutes left. I'm, I'm sorry for the uh, – if you could uh, just say a word briefly, I, I would appreciate it. Sure, really quick, I'd just like to say if people aren't able to come to our events and are still interested in pursuing foster, fostering or adopting, um, we do also have an intake line Monday through Friday where you can call us um, and set up an individual session with one of us to answer any of your questions. And that number is 315-435-3827. Typically, Molly Pritchard does our intake, and she can assist answering any questions. We also have a website on fostercare.org. There's a bunch of frequently asked questions, a lot of information on our website. So please feel free to go to onfostercare.org. Um, we also have an informational session on October 4th at 930 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Brewerton Library um, in Brewerton, New York. So if you are unable to come to our event, there are other avenues to become certified and get somebody connected with you to answer your questions one-on-one. -on -one. Great. And, and Bruce, do uh, you have a, a, a word? It's just a, not gr a great opportunity to connect, to network, as we all need in, in so many aspects of our lives, and I would encourage people to come. Amen. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And I want to uh, just say on behalf of a 1,000 Moms, and Ray, you've been such a supporter of ours over the years and the years we've done this podcast, our, um, our book series, which we will showcase and offer to parents, we um, – we talk, uh, Fred and I got together and, and, and married, married, not literally, but married our two backgrounds, Fred in, in child development, uh, me in uh, knowledge of the brain, and we have a series of books, Healing the Brain, Stress, Tr 